Hello, you are listening to the Treadweary Podcast, the audio arm of Treadweary.com, where we gather around the Word of God to hear what it is that God has done for us, so that we might receive from Him the gifts of His grace and mercy. Join Pastor Smee as we take a look at the text coming up for us with this following Sunday to hear what it is that God has to tell us and to open our hearts and our minds as we prepare to worship together. Greetings, gracious and warm welcome to you this week heading into the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. We're on this Monday after the third Sunday after the Epiphany, all that wonderful liturgical language that we get to use. And as as has become our custom uh, here both with podcast and the videos is that we take a look at the texts for the upcoming Sunday. It, it forces me to have to be thinking about them throughout the week, and I hope they open it up for you as you enter into Sunday worship, as you get to hear those texts, and maybe you've, you've been able to think about them and, and pray over them as you come into Sunday that God might be speaking to you through them, as that's what they're supposed to do. Uh, but as we have been doing on Mondays, we take a look at the, at the prayer of the day. Um, where where every uh, Sunday has a particular prayer, a collect, that is specific to that Sunday. And so we'll be taking a look at the prayer of the day that we'll have on this coming Sunday. But first, as I love to do, is we open up with a psalm, as the psalms are the prayer book of the church. And uh, so this uh, this day and tomorrow, the appointed psalm in our in our three-year daily lectionary that's at the back of our hymnal is Psalm 46. So let's calm our hearts and our minds before I begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I love this psalm. This was one of Luther's favorite psalms, but I love that it has that refrain of the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Connecting uh, us to the life of the Israelites as they would talk about this God of the ancestors, this God of the promise, this promise that has been made uh, for, from so long ago and still stays the same because he is God for us. I'll take this, this text and pray it for yourself. 
Let it become a part of you. Well, our prayer of the day. Let me read it and then we can talk a little bit about it as it fits into this epiphany season. Compassionate God, you gather the whole universe into your radiant presence and continually reveal your Son as our Savior. Bring wholeness to all that is broken and speak truth to us in our confusion that all creation will see and know your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I love that compassionate God. This is one of those words that we talked about with the confirmation students this last week um, because it's used uh, in the story of the Good Samaritan, in the parable of the Good Samaritan, where where it says the Samaritan had compassion or pity on the man in the ditch. Well, compassion, passion uh, from a, a Greek standpoint means to suffer, means suffering. And so compassion would actually mean to suffer with, to, to be so intimate with one that you, you take upon their suffering, you're, you're suffering with them. So compassionate God is a God who, who takes seriously our own suffering, our own pain. Then it says, you gather the whole universe into your radiant presence. Being someone who's a, a fan of, uh, of Star Trek, I read that and I think about how huge our universe is, and, and Star Trek tries to show this a, a little bit, but you know, we have, we have images of our own galaxy, and yet we're one of many galaxies, and, and physicists say that the universe is continually, continually expanding, getting bigger and bigger, and yet we're told in the scriptures that, that all of that is held in the palms of God's hands. So that when we see these pictures from NASA of, say, the Earth, to realize that God sees more than just that, and we have to send people to space or send up, you know, the telescope or, or, or satellites or whatever to get those pictures, and yet God sees all. The very universe he sees and he holds, it's in his presence, and yet you're part of that, that he sees you too. And then it says, and continually reveal your Son as our Savior. This God who can see all things holds the very universe in the palms of his hands. He deigns to come to us, to put on flesh, to become, uh, to, to become Savior for us physically, permanently in history as Jesus. And here, reveal your Son as our Savior. That's actually the theme of the Epiphany season. It's a, during Epiphany, it's supposed to be a time in which uh, Jesus as God, as the Son of God, is revealed to us. And so we normally hear the stories of the times in which uh, Jesus reveals himself to us, whether it be through miracles or declarations such as this baptism, where it says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so Epiphany is this time in which we, you, should be dwelling on who this Jesus is and how he has been revealed to you in, in God's word, uh, in, in his table, and, and how we can, can better know him. And then it says, bring wholeness to all that is broken, that that is the work of Christ. That is what he comes to do. And speak truth to us in our confusion, to, to speak the truth of who God is, what God has come to do in Jesus, the forgiveness of sin, salvation from, from death, 
the, the making of us into his children, the, the putting us to death and raising us in Christ so that we are now hidden with him in God, given life there so that all the other attempts that we try to do to give ourselves life, to, to protect ourselves, to, to do whatever we can, all of that is null and void now because all those things that we hope to gain in this world are nothing because we've already gained Christ and that is what we have, that is what we receive. That all creation will see and know your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. That all creation will see. The desire being that, that even the worst of us, our, our most hated enemies, uh, the ones that we wouldn't invite to, to Christmas dinner, would also see Christ. Whether it be through us or through his word, hopefully through his word, because we would tend to not be the best vehicles uh, for, for trying to show Christ quite often, especially to our enemies. We try to do our best, but often we fail. But here in this one prayer, it encapsulates not only our desire for who Christ is and what he came to do, but then it hands over to us the whole understanding of, of what it is that he does do and the reason why the epiphany season exists for us. And so as we pray this again, and as we pray it on Sunday, I hope it becomes this, this brief, abstract encapsulation of everything that Sunday and, and the Epiphany season is all about for you. Let us pray. Compassionate God, you gather the whole universe into your radiant presence and continually reveal your Son as our Savior. Bring wholeness to all that is broken and speak, speak truth to us in our confusion that all creation will see and know your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Well, go in peace, serve the Lord, and we will see you tomorrow.